Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, lovely Lady Virgo, and you're now tuned in with another episode of Let Me Talk. So I do just want to say before I begin anything, I want to sincerely and humbly apologize to my many listeners in regards to my unannounced um, break from the show. Um, It was not intentional. I did not plan to just stop uploading episodes. Um, as you guys remember, the last where we left off, it was I was getting ready to celebrate my birthday. And then I got some unexpected news. Um, and I've just been kind of going through the motions since then. Um, mentally and spiritually, I just wasn't in a place to record. Um, I did still continue to work on some things so that when I did return to recording, um, then I would be prepared. However, life got in my way and I did take a a break um, from a lot of things, not just my podcast, but just from a lot of things overall. Um, going through the motions and trying to get back into the swing of things um, have been a little bit more harder than I thought, but I'm definitely going to work to continue to make sure that I stay consistent um, and that I am doing what I'm supposed to do. So thank you. Um, big thank you. Big shout out to the people that inboxed me, called me, and even in person said something to me about, you know, not recording. Why haven't I heard anything? I haven't gotten a notification in regards to, you know, a new podcast been uploaded. Like, what's going on, Tony? Um, so, yes, I really do thank you guys for that push, that motivation. It really meant a lot to me. Um, but I'm back. So, obviously, it worked. <laughs> so, I'm pretty excited about that. So, we are going to definitely discuss, you know, all of the things that happened from my birthday week, which was in September, up until this point. Um, so, thank you for you know, remaining loyal and waiting for something new to come out. All right. So as you guys remember on the last episode, I was having a birthday and I turned 30. Um, If you say it or repeat it to me, I will probably deny it. (laughs) So unless you're listening, to this podcast, nobody actually really knows how old I am because I keep it that way. Um, but yeah, I turned 30 this year, so woo, that's a big milestone birthday for me. Um, so there were a couple of things that happened uh, around my birthday that were inevitable, I guess, in a sense, like well, one thing was inevitable, kind of out of my control, completely out of my control, actually, um, that played very heavy in regards to my mental state. Um, my aunt passed away, and my, my other aunt had called me and, you know, provided me with that information. And it was maybe about two or three days before my birthday and so my birthday was like bittersweet um because 
not only was I celebrating my 30th birthday, but I was also mourning um, the home going of my Aunt Linda. Um, anybody that knows her knows that she was a very loving and very giving spirit. Um, and I am going to miss her deeply. I miss her every day. Uh, I talk to her every day and I try my best to make sure that I keep an open line of communication with her. Um, but that really, 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 really played heavy um, on a re- part of the reason why I didn't do the podcast um, for so long. Um, it just really it upset me. Like, it really did upset me because when my brother was murdered, she was right there, like, through the whole process with the family. And, like, she didn't leave my mom's side. And even when I got upset with her for having his picture on a t-shirt, she didn't care. She was like, that's my nephew. Like, girl, you crazy as hell if you think that I'm about to sit here and listen to you talk about all the reasons why I shouldn't have his, his, his picture on my shirt. And, you know, she never, she always expressed concern and always told me that she loved me. And it was just like, oh my God, like, so out of left field. And I wasn't ready. I wish I could have spent more time with her, but it wasn't up to me. You know, I didn't have any say so in what it meant for her to have happiness after this lifetime because that's what she deserved. So I am going to definitely, you know, talk more about my aunt because she is a, a big part of my family on my dad's side to me. And I just, I really haven't come to terms with it 100%, but I'm working on that. And I could just hope and pray that, you know, I get the strength to completely heal um, from, from that major loss in my life. But that is something that I just wanted to share with you guys and be upfront with you guys about because, um, is something that had a major impact on me. And I'm working with it, struggling with it some days, but I'm working with it, you know, to ensure that I have a healthy life, a healthy mental, and I can continue to make her proud. So I'm definitely going to work hard to fix some of the things that me and her discussed uh, while she was still here so that I can be as successful as I set out to be. So, yeah, that's what, you know, one of the things that kept me um, away from the podcast. However, I did have a great birthday. Um, Most of my friends that I was expecting to show up showed up. Um, So for me, it was heartfelt and it doesn't really take a lot to make me happy or satisfy me. So I had moments where I was a little sad, 
but then I would be I would be happy because I was surrounded by so many people that love me. My friend Jessica was there. Um, well, she's my sister, actually. Brittany, my best friend, was there. Uh, Jess was there. Raw was there. Uh, my cousin Bella was there with her fiance. My cousin Biz was there because he always shows up. Um, my cousin Vashti was there. And I feel like I'm missing someone. Oh, Brittany was there. She is the owner and CEO founder of Diamonds and Pearls Dance Academy. Miss um, Keisha was there, one of my uh, high school friends. We are, you know, cool. That's my dog. Um, my, oh, and my sister wife was there. Viney was there. So it was really good. A lot of other people, um, were supposed to be there. Oh, and my cousin Santita Happy was there. So I was really excited to see everybody all dressed up in their clothes and, you know, wearing heels and wearing those ankle pants that the guys <laughs> wear. <laughs> um, so for me, that was a big deal. Um, it was a very big milestone. My mom was there dressed up. Um, in the midst of all of that, I was having like some kind of mental tension tantrum. Like I was, the issues were inside my head, but my behavior was displayed on the outside. Like it was really um, a lot to take in and deal with. Um, I even got mad at one point through the night. Like I was super drunk. Like my friends did a great job of getting me fucked up. Like I was so drunk. I got myself drunk the first part of the day. I was already about nine shades gone whenever I was getting my makeup done. But it was cool. Like, I had so much fun. Um, I think I might even physically assaulted someone because I got angry and upset because it was just doing too much on my birthday. And I don't know. Like, I had a lot of fun. The next day after my birthday, of course, we had to, I had to attend my aunt's funeral for her ongoing ceremony. And with that, honey, it was some mess with that because of how the whole, the whole thing was even organized. You know, some relationships definitely got severed um, within that process. Uh, so it was like bittersweet. Um, I have some cousins that are a little upset or a lot of upset. I don't really know how they feel because they haven't really been talking to anybody about it. But hopefully, you know, as a unit, we can all figure out a way to resolve the matter and, you know, go back and and try and find some sort of resolution. I don't want to get too into detail about what actually happened because it was a mess. (laughs) It was a hot mess. But um, yeah, we're going to try and fix that if if possible. So hopefully, um, if given the opportunity, you know, that would be something that we can all sit down and try and and, and mend. but, you know, I enjoyed turning 30. Um, since then, it, I don't know, I, I feel different. Um, 
so it, it is definitely one of those birthdays where they say, well, do you, do you feel any different? And I actually answer yes. <laughs> it's an honest answer. Um, shortly after my birthday, I had gotten sick with what I believe were COVID-19 um, symptoms. And when I tell you I had every symptom except for the fever, I was losing my mind. Like, I'm talking like severe headache, massive, like on and off chills, like cold and hot chills, lots of appetite, lots of sense, like for smell and taste. Um, body aches, I was fatigued, and I was nauseated, but I didn't ever actually throw up. So for me, it was like, what the fuck, Tony, like, how do you turn 30? So at this point, I'm like blaming everything on my birthday, because it's like, everything was fine until you turned 30. (laughs) so I turned 30 and I get sick like I get freaking sick like I couldn't even lift my head up sick like it was so bad um I just laid in the bed I tried my best to go to work um and by the way my job had no real no real means of like making you feel like your job was protected type situation. Um, whenever I got sick, it was like, oh, well, you just have to call out of work um, every day until you come back or whatever. So it really wasn't any sense of, I don't know, I guess they didn't really care, in my opinion. So it made things a little aggravating at that point for me. Um, when it came to work standards. However, um, I did nurse myself back to good health. Um, I still had, you know, to feed myself and, of course, get my son to school and to do all those things that a single parent still has to do um, in addition to taking my sister to school. Also, um, I missed her birthday. Her birthday is September 20th, um, and mine is the 10th. And I didn't really get to do as much with her because I was, I didn't feel good, like, at all. Um, I got tested every week, every week for COVID-19 to see if that's what it was that I had. And every single solitary time for at least four weeks, I got tested. And I still get tested regularly. Um, I got tested and the results came back negative. So I never really got a confirmed diagnosis on what it was that I had experienced. Honestly, I didn't want to go to the hospital because I didn't want them to keep me. Um, I didn't really have anybody that I could, you know, get to get my kid like that other than his dad who works as well. Um, so I just kind of had to kind of had to thug it out until my baby mama Toya came over. And she gave me some concoction. (laughs) It was like orange. It looked like orange juice, but I'm pretty sure it did not taste like orange juice. But I cannot confirm nor 
deny it because I couldn't really taste it. Um, so when I drank it, it definitely made me feel a lot better. She gave me like a double shot of it, literally in a shot glass, a double shot glass. And I drank it and immediately uh, I started to feel better. Like I was even able to sit up and at one point my headache was actually gone. So I had at that point decided the next day I'm going to get up and I'm going to go and I'm going to make some something for myself as well. So I used like a concoction of minced garlic, carrot juice, turmeric, um, raw honey. Um, what else did it have in it? Uh, carrot juice, minced garlic, raw honey, turmeric. Um, it might have had some. Uh, oh, and some lemon juice. It had all of those in it. And I drank a shot of it every two hours um, for like four or five days. And it began to literally push the illness or the sickness out of my body. Like I could feel it coming like up off of me. So I honestly still drink it pretty regularly. Um, not every two hours, but I do make enough for me to drink a cup of it um, each day for the week. Um, so it is something that I am going to continue to do as a preventative measure. Um, also elderberry is really good as well. You can get like the gummies or you can get the syrup, which you have to take, um, twice a day, a table, a teaspoon twice a day of the syrup if you get that. So I like that. Synergy has a really good energy shots and, um, like health and wellness shots that you guys can pick up either like in the health and wellness store or you can get it from the produce section in the grocery stores so those are really good um like all natural things that you guys can try if you want to either get better from having covid or if you want to prevent yourself from catching covid because it is something that like i said you can catch without actually um testing positive for it so don't just assume like I did that you can't like that you can't get it or that if you do get it that you'll be able to detect it um so yeah I'm not getting the vaccine because I don't want to be that sick again however like I say I do get that like I do get tested um regularly to ensure that I am helping to fight the cause of preventing the spread of COVID-19. So if you are going to get the shot, kudos to you. Um, that's great. If not, then you definitely want to make sure that you are getting tested regularly. And um, I have information um, that if you guys want, you can send me an email and I'll put a link in the bio for you guys to be able to like submit some type of um, either question or comment if you do want to get the information. Um, you can even leave a comment underneath this um, episode and I'll respond back to it and make sure that you get the information, especially if you're locally here in Greensboro. Um, there are people who actually will come to you 
and will test you. Um, and in most cases, you get like uh, anywhere between 10 to $100 for some of the programs for even allowing them to conduct the test on you. So those are some ways that I'm learning that they are um, giving out to people so that they can ensure that people are aware to get tested or to get vaccinated. So most certainly. Uh, make sure you stay on top of that. Um, so yeah, those were some of the things that I kind of went through on my birthday. Um, one other thing that happened that I don't want to quite yet talk about because I'm still waiting to see how it plays out. Because um, I don't want to talk ill of ill of the situation and then jinx myself. So I'll definitely talk to that, talk to you guys more about that around the 29th um, of this month to kind of give you more information about what's happening with this. But you definitely want to stay tuned in because it is something regards to my personal life. Um, but yeah, I'll share you, got share more details with you guys in regards to that. Um so that is definitely one of the things that I wanted to get out and let you guys know about. So this, after the next couple of episodes, I am going to um, start bringing in guests. So I have been talking to a couple of people who I think you guys might think are pretty cool. Um, so we're going to definitely get some guest stars. Uh, on this show within the next few episodes. So you probably hear me talking on this episode and then like one other episode, maybe two more episodes actually, um, so that I can kind of catch you guys up on what's happening. So yeah, um, that will be something that I'll definitely be discussing with you guys, um, further introducing to you guys, you know, about what they do, who they are, and, you know, making sure that we have some great content to cover so that we are keeping you guys entertained. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to um, getting some of those people on there talking about some things, some real life things so that you guys can um, see the engagement and the networking um, that some other people have um, with them and some things that you guys may find interesting. So. Yeah, I'm here. I'm back. I'm going to make sure that I stay that way. Uh, so you guys will definitely be hearing from me more. Um, and I plan to make sure, like I say, that I'm consistent and perfecting my craft because it is definitely something that I want to do. And no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to continue to make sure that it happens. So I'm pretty excited about this. One thing that I did want to talk about before I ended this episode was the father-daughter dynamic uh, with me growing up having daddy issues, of course. <laughs> um, I have 
tried and tried and tried and tried and tried when it comes to my dad. Um, recently, we decided that we were going to, you know, try and start over and, and fix things. However, I don't really see the effort and I don't want to be mad about the situation, but it puts me in a really bad mental state. Um, so I don't really know if the relationship is even worth having at this point. Uh, I've tried, I would like for the relationship to be meaningful and I would like for it to be, you know, more solid, like the relationship that I have with my mom. Uh, I don't really know what the problem is generally as far as like as a parent like I'm around my son all the time so for me it's like why can't you take out time for your children Um, I'm 30 years old at this point I have a stepfather who is very involved um, who's always helping me who is always like just always been there from day one and doesn't necessarily give me gripe about, you know, wanting to help or wanting to be supportive. Like he's always there. Whereas I have a whole biological father who doesn't seem to understand the importance of spending time with the family. Like he'd rather just go over there with his cousin who stays literally a street over from me and hang out with him and I don't see him or hear from him. So at this point, I don't care to try anymore. And I'm only telling you guys this because I've expressed it to him. Um, I've expressed it to my mom. I've expressed it to his mom. I've expressed it to my friends and I've expressed it to my journal. <laughs> And I just want to say it out loud again, because when you grow up with a parent missing, and for young girls, it is really hard when the one man that's supposed to be consistent in your life isn't. It creates issues down the line, later on down the road. So I'm a very strong, independent female because of the things that I've watched my mother endure. And also because of the things that I too have endured myself. It made me a lot stronger and very independent. And for that reason alone, it creates complications when I deal with an actual male counterpart. So I don't really honestly visual like visually, I know that the man is the leader and he's stronger and he's supposed to be this grand thing, which they are, and I don't knock that, but I've never depended on a man for much of anything in my life other than one thing, and that's really just sex. So for me, 
I don't really view men as like the leader. Like anything that a man can do, I cannot turn out ten do for myself. And I've tried to not be like that, but a lot of it stems from the lack of male dominance in my life. Um, I have uncles, but they're not always around. They weren't always around when I was growing up either. Um, so that presence wasn't there in a sense either. My family, my immediate family is very tight knit. Like my mom, my sisters, us were close, but my family overall is not as close as I would like for it to be. Um, I've tried to get some things done and I granted it was during the pandemic, but whatever, I still tried. Um, so I'm going to discuss this more in detail um, over a couple of episodes with other people, other women who grew up like me and maybe, you know, one parent home or grew up with a stepfather. But I've just exhausted all hope in rekindling any type of relationship with my dad because it's like he don't understand the impact of not having him around, how it played a role in me and my brother's life. And my brother is deceased now. And there's a lot of things or instances where my dad should have been there for certain things that I've had after my brother was had passed away and he wasn't. And... I don't know. I'm struggling with with that aspect of my life. So it's definitely something that I'm going to probably talk more about because it is something that I'm working to heal from. Um, I get that you cannot treat a man, especially a black man, a certain type of way, but they get treated a certain type of way because of some of them not being in active roles and at this point it's just like we've got to break the cycle and once you've attempted to try and break the cycle and you don't see much of a change you got to try and create your own narrative at that point so I love the relationship that I have with my stepfather. And I think in order for me to be able to truly understand what I need to fix, I got to just let it go. (laughs) Like, I just got to let it go. Let the the hopes and the desires and the need and the, the want for that relationship, I have to just let it go. And allow for things to happen on their own. Because I can't continue to give life to things again that don't that don't bring me any satisfaction. So yeah, that that's it. I'm just gonna have to see that's why I had to talk to you guys because I got to this point speaking on it out loud. And I hadn't seen it before, before this, honestly. 
I just got to let it go and stop allowing it to be the reason why I'm, I don't want to date or be the reason why I sabotage another relationship. So I think that would be honestly the best thing that I could possibly do for myself is to not focus on the relationship that I don't have and focus on the relationship that I do have with the one father figure that is consistent and has constantly shown that they are consistent. So I'll take the blessings that I have been given and I will rejoice in them because I could not have a stepfather that means the world to me. And don't get me wrong, I love my dad too, but I mean, that's just it. I just love him. Like, it's because I know he's my dad, but I don't really have much of any other reason. <laughs> he's not consistent, and it scares me. So, yeah. That was something that, you know, that bothers me that I wanted to share with you guys. And hopefully if somebody else is going through that same or similar situation, then maybe they have some advice they can lend me. Um, Or hopefully my words that I spoke today help get them to a different point in their life with their relationship with their father. But I want to commend all the all the dads who are active and all the ones who are single doing it by themselves because there are some mothers out here who did not step up. I want to give you guys a round of applause because raising a child by yourself is not easy or being the primary parent is not easy when it comes to co-parenting. So I want to just give you guys a round of applause and hope that you know, things like this in cultures where it's more prominent that we begin to work on it and ensure that all of our children, both male and female child, um, have what they are in need of from both parents because it is important, even if you're not together, that you guys still have that that foundation of family that's needed to, you know, be a healthy and productive member of society. So again, that's just me on my soapbox. (laughs) Let you guys know how I really feel, what I got going on for real. So yeah, make sure that you guys are creating those bonds with your children that are everlasting because it is important. It's an important part in shaping their moral compass and them as an adult in the long run. So big ups to all my true parents and keep working for those who aren't quite where they want to be as far as parents, but they're continuing to work hard every day to get there. So that that means a lot. Um, So keep on pushing and keep on striving because it's important to be that beacon of light for the kids, you know? So before we end this episode, I want 
to let you guys know that you are truly special. You are one of a kind, and there is no other one crafted in the manner that you were. So take that and make sure that you always put that in the forefront of your thought process because there is no other one like you. Even if you had a twin, physically, yes, they look like you, but they are not the same as you. You are an individual who is capable of doing wonderful things, extraordinary things, things that are beyond what you expect yourself to even be able to do. So know that you're unique. Know that you are someone who, when you were molded, God definitely took their time and God definitely made sure that that they broke the mold so that there would be no one else that could ever duplicate your specialty. Um, We tend to always look at others and feel like, oh, they have more than us, or I could do better than that. And yes, we don't want to look at someone with hatred or envy in our heart, but it does make us, in some people, it's a motivation. But don't ever look at the next person and say, or doubt your abilities of where you can be in life because we are all unique in our own special way and not for one instance is the person sitting to the left of you or to the right of you ever going to be better than you. They may look better in a sense or they may have this fantasy lifestyle that we all strive to want, but you have to be happy with who you are, no matter where you are in life, you have to be happy with knowing that there is no one else like you, that you are you, and that's it. There is no one that will ever be like you, no matter what effort they put in. They can go and steal your face. They can go and steal your swag. They can go and steal everything about you, but it's an essence that is put inside of you that grows and it festers, and it just becomes more like you each and every day. That is what I want you to hold on to, that true essence, one's self. Because no matter what it looks like, no matter how it talks, walks, acts, it's not you unless it has that essence. And you know what your essence is, and if you don't, You need to find it because it is what makes you who you truly are. I have my essence. I love my essence. My essence is everything. And I wake up some days and I be a little jealous because I'm human. I be a little envious because I'm human. I be a little mad. But it's okay. I'm human. But I check myself at the door. And I remind myself, Tony, lovely, it's only one of you. And everybody knows who I am. And they always say, oh, you ain't never going to change because that is my true essence. I may look different, sound different, act different, walk different, whatever, when you see me. I may not even be as childish as I used to be, but it's something that resides inside of me. 
that makes me who I am, which makes me recognizable to people, whether they see my face or they just hear my voice. They know it's me and it's only one me. So I want you to always stay true to yourself. And don't worry about what the person to the left or to the right or in the front or back have going on because you got something going on too. So always carry your essence with you wherever you go, whoever you are. And know that if nobody loves you, I love you. And I hope that the day continues to be great for you. And if it isn't great, I hope that after listening to myself, that it does become great. So stay true to yourself. Spread love. Live wise. Your girl, lovely Lady Virgo, tuning out.